Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Sonny Ship. Sonny, how are you doing today? Good. What's happening, my man? Well, you know, not much. Uh, had a trip up to Shreveport for the weekend with some friends for a bachelor party. I don't get too how many, crazy. How many got arrested? <laughs> uh, not, not not enough. Not enough. You know, you gotta gotta go crazy. But uh, no, yeah, it was it was it was good fun. So I was on the golf course when one of my friends called me and said, "Did you hear the news?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Will Wade just got fired?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, okay." So we were on like the eleventh hole. I was like, "All right, we might need to." Speed this up a little bit here. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> might have to go. But, fortunately, um, we were fortunately we were in between soccer, and so uh, I was actually just sitting on the couch. I was like, "Oh man, damn well, I guess I better get the laptop back out." <laughs> yeah, so very very it, 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 yeah, not expecting that on a Saturday afternoon. That's yeah, for sure. But um, obviously, President Tate and Scott Woodward decided to act. Um, on Saturday afternoon, uh, LSU lost in the uh, SEC tournament on Friday afternoon to Arkansas, um, which kind of had a dead day on Saturday. And then on Sunday was obviously the selection day. But let's start with Will Wade because there was the notice of allegations last week. And so everybody knew, everybody was on the same page as far as like what the situation was. It was just, would LSU decide to end it? Would LSU decide to you know, act on it, even though there wasn't anything as far as new, really substance, substance um, on Wade. But it felt like to me, reading the letter that they put out to, uh, they say the LSU community, they used the word exhausted twice. And that's just kind of what I think it felt like at the end of the day between Tate and uh, Woodward. They were just kind of tired of it, right? I mean, Woodward's not the guy that hired him. Uh, they they were kind of just tired of having to put up with this and so that's kind of what i got from it just reading reading their letter and obviously there is a a good amount of evidence but there's still an investigation going on it's not like it's it's done at this point so they're still gonna have to put up with it but i think you know firing wade and firing uh bill armstrong his associate head coach um at least in their minds puts an into you know most of the dark cloud that's kind of hanging over the program right now yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, I think it was only a matter of, matter of time. And, and, and look, I don't think anyone didn't think that LSU was going to ultimately reach this day. You know, when it, you know, you start with the strong ass off or wire tape and just wire taps and just, you know, you go on down the list, you bring up a good fact, the point that Will Wade was not a Scott Woodward hire. And, uh, you know, now this just kind of completes it to where now Scott Woodward's going to have all of his people in. I don't think that Scott Woodward was looking for a reason to, uh, you know, that when he came in, that it was one of those situations where I'm going to get my guy in and that's just how it's going to be. But I, I think it's just a culmination of just the negativity, the, the stories of being in the news 
And, uh, you know, when you put that on top of some of the allegations, they kind of just make it look like Will Wade was basically, <laughs> you know, Will Wade basically said, hey, I know you're looking at me for this, but I'm not worried about it. And just, mm-hmm. you know, that, that it was almost like a just – you know, propping your middle finger up at the NCAA. So, you know, to be at this point is not a surprise. The timing of, uh, of this actually happening, I think, probably caught a few by surprise. But this is LSU saying, uh, you know, you provided us with this NOA. We're not acknowledging anything in this, but we are acknowledging that there's enough evidence for us to, you know, to get rid of the people who you know, who have been alleged to to be, I guess you could say, the wrong, you know, the guys who committed the wrong, the most wrong acts. And so, uh, you know, what this means for LSU in the NCAA tournament now, do you have a group of guys who are going to go out now and try to, uh, you know, try to prove the world wrong and win one for their old coach? They love Will Wade. I mean, I, I, you know, that the only reason that Will Wade, you know, the allegations are not the only reason that Will Wade recruited well. Will Wade's a young guy. He relates well to the kids. He's a player's coach. You know, the players love him. The players love playing for him. So, uh, you know, how do they respond to this going forward? I think that's going to be the biggest thing. And can they get on a little bit of a run here, or do they just fold up shop on Friday against Iowa State? Yeah, it definitely feels like it's one of the one or the other, right? Because last time in 2019 when he was suspended, they went on a Sweet 16 run. Um there were five level one um, uh, mis- miscon- levels of mis- misconduct, I, um, and that allowed them to fire him with cause. And I think that's an important note in this as well. And you you kind of bring it up, but now you know when we look at this team moving forward, um, we, before before we even get into the off season, which is going to be chaos in itself. When looking at this team, it's like, okay, on paper, you get Iowa State in the first round and you kind of can go from there with Wisconsin potentially afterwards. But which team are we getting here? A team that doesn't have its top two coaches or a team that um, is going to just kind of bring itself together behind Darius Days and Xavier Pinson and all those guys? Because I think you bring up a good point in that Adam Miller was putting out tweets saying how heartbroken he was. Like, this team was... Like you said, he's a good recruiter for multiple reasons, and he's a good coach for multiple reasons. It's because the team liked him in a lot of ways. And so I I, I do think there is going to be a little bit to that because last time in 2019, while I brought that up, that was kind of a, you know, it was a, it wasn't temporary. I mean, I'm sorry, it was temporary. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't fired in 2019. He was suspended. And that felt like it didn't have the serious implications that this has. Now you could have players like, oh man, where am I going to play next year? You know, like, what am I going to do next year? And that's a different animal in itself. So I don't know how I'm going to approach the tournament, um, but I do think it's interesting. And they got the notice of allegations and then it took them probably what, five days, roughly four days, five days to come to this decision. And I feel like I could just read how tired of this Scott Woodward was. Like he gets here, he's hired multiple coaches at this point. And, but he still has this Will Wade cloud hanging over them. And not for nothing, they went 9-9 nine nine in conference this year, right? Yeah. Like, they didn't – Bruce Pearl's over there winning the conference. Like, they didn't go 14-4. They're 9-9. Nine nine. You have plenty of reason to say that. You have plenty of arrows to be like, oh, well, was he even that good of a coach? Like, you could say that if you wanted to. So, yeah. there's just plenty of, of factors here um, when we, when we look, look forward. 
Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm going to take a different approach with you. I think with Scott Woodward and William Tate, I think that that once they got the, the, the NOA, the official NOA, and before they even had a chance to look at it, I think they had already made the decision that Will Wade was gone. You know, I think it was just a matter of lining things up. You know, okay, we've got to receive the NOA before we can fire him with calls. And then just the way the timing of it worked out, you know, they weren't going to, t- to fire him before the Arkansas game. You're not going to fire him before, the, you know, they're not going to pull him home from Nashville. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you just let him coach out the SEC tournament. Once that's over, everybody gets back home. It's like, all right, here's your papers. See you. We're done. Time to start moving on. And, you know, Chaos is coming to the LSU basketball uh, program. Yes. There's no question yes. about that. You know, players are going to leave. Player Tari Eason, you know, if he had any thought of coming back for next year, which I don't think he did, he's gone. You talked about Adam Miller. You mentioned Brandon Murray, Justice Williams, Efton Reed. You go down the list of all these guys. You've got the guys who are still committed. You know, I mean, chaos is coming. It's just a matter of whether or not this team – can 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 shield itself from all the outside chaos and cause a little chaos itself in the in in the tournament. You know, win that Iowa State game, then you come up, you got Wisconsin in that next game if Wisconsin wins, and then uh, you know on the back end of that bracket, you got an Auburn team that beat LSU very badly. So you have some storylines that could kind of line up that could you know that could give this team not a Cinderella feel because this is not a Cinderella team. This is a team that a lot of people looked at and said, you know, this is a potential sweet 16 right here, but you could have a Cinderella story in the sense of, you know, this is all these guys have left to play for each other. Cause after this, everybody knows they're going their separate ways. After this, we don't have the coach who brought us here after this, there's going to be there in all likelihood, there's going to be a postseason ban. It's going to be several years before LSU is back playing in the NCAA tournament. So, hey, let's go out there. Let's call some chaos and, you know, let's go do this for our head coach. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just to look at the bracket. Um, here's – let's see if I can zoom in anymore. I think it's good size as it is. But, uh, yeah, to look at this bottom half, you mentioned it, Iowa State first. Then you have the winner of Wisconsin and Colgate. Um I do, in my opinion, Wisconsin's probably the the worst three seed. Uh, and then after that, if you get past that, you would potentially play Auburn. You would assume so. USC and Miami are good teams, but I, I but Auburn has struggled the past month, right? Auburn uh, lost Texas A and M. Auburn has been inconsistent for like the past month. I follow their uh, their writer from twenty four seven, and it's like he's really worried about them at this point. But I'm not saying LSU is going to beat them, but they could lose to USC or Miami or you know, Wisconsin or LSU, like making out of this group is not a given for Auburn at this point. And I think that could, like you said, if LSU gets hot and they, if their mindset is in the right place, because that's been the whole thing with this team, right? Sometimes they'll be lax. Sometimes the offense will be slow and, and with not, no urgency. If they have that level of urgency, there is a window here to, to get to the second weekend when even maybe, you know, into the elite eight, if, if everything went right. Yeah, starting with Auburn, this is not the same. This is not the same Auburn team that beat beat up on LSU pretty good. And you're also not playing them inside Auburn Arena, that was just an absolutely crazy atmosphere. One of the top college basketball atmospheres, you know, that I saw this season. Um, and, and so, you know, take Auburn. You know, just it's not the same Auburn team. You look over at Wisconsin. I'm with you. I think I, I think that if LSU if LSU comes out. 
And if LSU has that us against the world mentality, let's go do this for our coach. And I think you'll find out in the first five minutes whether or not LSU has that approach and has that mindset. But if they come out and if they do and if they beat Iowa State, I, I, I think that they have a very good chance uh, against Wisconsin to get to that Sweet 16. And then once you get to that Sweet 16, you know, on the other side of that bracket, uh, you know, you do have a, a number one seed, Kansas, on the other side. And, um, you know, so it, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun just seeing, you know, one, which LSU team comes out, because if the right to LSU team comes out, it could really be a lot of fun over these next, you know, next two, maybe even three weeks. If, uh, you know, a flat LSU team comes out, he's already looking at where they're going to head up, where they're going to end up next year and things like that then it's not going to be a very fun tournament from from the LSU perspective. So just hope that you did a uh, that you do a good job of filling out your brackets if that's the case and you have that interest to stick around. Which by the way, uh, make sure you check out those cbssports.com brackets because they're giving a man they're giving away like a truck. Uh, we're even going to be able to do our own site specific uh, brackets for the for the uh, go 24/7 uh, VIP sites users. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun that, you know, it is, and it's only going to be more fun if you can have LSU sticking around because like, I, you know, like I said, it's probably going to be several March madness coming up where LSU's not going to be a part of it. Yeah, it, it could be, could be trouble for, for sure. Um, and I'm, I'm planning on putting a hot board, uh, coaching hot board out, big board out, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, with 10, 10 names or so. And I think that'll be interesting just to see how Woodward approaches it. Because if you look at it, this isn't going to be as straightforward as his other ones, right? Mulkey, right. pretty straightforward. Baylor, her and her were on different levels, different looking at different things. She wanted to come home. Boom. Um, baseball is an established program. Moving on, bringing a big hire. Football is an established program. Back-to-back um, struggling seasons, bringing a big hire. The basketball program is not – established at that level right will wade has has brought i mean it's been the biggest most success since like Shaq almost i mean there was a run early 2000s but still you get the point so you can't go and get like scott drew from baylor right you can't just go get a huge fish i'm sure he'll he'll try to get the most established guy he can but that's what makes this interesting to me is it i think it's more open than what you know maybe we we even think so and not for nothing like you said if there are sanctions, scholarship wise and postseason wise, really established coaches are not going to want to put up with that for a year or two years or maybe even three. Like, there's just so many questions. I feel like this is Woodward's most difficult hire by a long, long shot. Obviously, football is the most important, but you know this is difficult. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know when you you know, and I think kind of spilling out, spill, uh, spilling over to that into that when you mentioned your hot board. You know, it's it's hard to put a hot board together right now for those specific reasons. Yep. You know, you can put a hot board together of guys who I think would be a good fit. But, you know, that's really all it is right now, because Scott Woodward doesn't know what he has to work with. You know, let's take the you know, let's just let's just take the sanctions and just look at it kind of in the in the big picture thing, big picture to kind of begin with. You are going to have to you are going to have to have something that overcomes that dark cloud. OK, and what uh, what can help overcome that dark cloud money? Yes. So we know Scott Woodward is not afraid to throw money around. But in the same sense, 
you know, you're not going to go get a, uh, you know, you're not going to go get somebody out of Kansas, out of Kentucky, out of Arizona, out of North Carolina, you know, one of the yeah. blue buds like you did in football with Notre Dame, even like you did with baseball, you pull into a guy who had just come from the College World Series, you get Kim Mulkey, who's won women's national championships. I think Scott Wilbur's probably going to have to take the approach of saying, okay, I need to go find that mid-major guy who is fine with having another two or three years knowing the situation that he could walk into. He could walk into a situation where we'll wait show that the fan that the fan base will support you. You can recruit well, even though, you know, yes, everybody the punchline is going to be, yeah, but he paid players. You know, you, you someone can still come in that can recruit well because the, the fan base and the community are going to get behind them and they're going to show their support. You make those some improvements to the to, to the PMAC over the next two to three years, and you can make LSU an attractive destination. Now, how do you get someone to where they're not worried about making the tournament for the next two to three years? Money. You got to pay them. You got to pay them. You got to pay them to be totally cool with going into it. You know, coaches go into this like, man, you know, I want to be playing in March. I want to be playing in, you know, I want to go dance and I want to play in a tournament. Well, you now got to go out and you got to get somebody who's like, yeah, man, I'm going to go chill in St. Lucia in March and just, you know, tune in on TV. Yeah. That's hard to find. That's hard to get someone to have that mindset of being okay with that. Because we all want instant gratification, right? right? Coaches do, players do, fans do, everyone does. That's just human nature. That's who we are. So you're going to have to overcome all of that. The allegations you're going to have to overcome with being able to, you know, with, with knowing you're not going to the tournament, no NIT, nothing like that. No, it's going to be a little bit harder to recruit. You know, because look, in recruiting, I mean, there ain't nobody clean, man. Ain't nobody squeaky clean, okay? But even those who do a little bit, who tiptoe over that line, now are going to have to be scared about tiptoeing over that line. Yeah. You know, not a major one, not a level one allegation, but just the normal stuff that happens in recruiting. And so all of those things are are stuff, is stuff that Scott Woodward's going to have to overcome. And the only way he's going to be able to overcome that, in my opinion, is with money. Yeah. Because there's no one out there, you know, to my knowledge, Dale Brown doesn't have a grandson out there who's just chomping at the bit to be the head coach at LSU and, you know, who will come here. You know, there's no there's no one in the coaching pipeline, you know, no former players, you know, Randy Livingston, Tasman Mitchell, they may be the closest things to that. So there's no one really that you can look at, you could point to who would say they really want to be back at LSU. You know, they're willing to come in. They played at LSU. They're willing to okay, be okay and to be that guy who comes in and who writes the ship, who gets that LSU basketball back to where it can be. And, uh, you know, so, so those are some obstacles that Woodward's going to have to overcome. And, and like I said, don't. how do you overcome it in today's society? Money. Yep. Probably have to get a, a young coach as well. I think that eliminates a lot of the older coaches because at that point they're, they're just focused on winning. Um, right. You, you want to try to, I feel like if uh, you would try to get the sanctions down to that first year as much as possible, scholarship wise and everything, because it's going to be a rebuilding year regardless. Even if there were no sanctions and you had players leave like this, you're, it's going to be a complete rebuild. Um, so you want to try to get down to one year as much as possible. I don't know. I don't think we'll have a choice. I mean, you know, teams try to self-sanction themselves to kind of soften the blow. So we'll see. But 
Um, the investigation. But I think I think we're I think you're way past the self-sanctioning part. Though. Okay. I think the self-sanctioning part. I think football did a good job of getting ahead of that and of doing so, and of self-sanctioning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially at times like you know with the scholar, you know, taking away four scholarships, what didn't matter because LSU wasn't close to eighty-five anyway. You know, so that turned out to where that worked out perfect for them. If the nothing else comes back on that, you talk about the two-year bowl ban. Well, I mean the uh, the one-year bowl ban. Well, you didn't go to a bowl game in 2020 to win hell. Nobody, you know, nobody wanted to go to a yeah. bowl game. You know, I mean, anybody who had, you know, 11 players on the team could go to a bowl game. And so that wasn't a big issue. So that worked out perfectly for them. Whereas basketball just kind of said, OK, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see you. We're waiting to see, waiting to see, waiting to see. Never had the scholarship production. You never had that. We're not going to go to the tournament or anything. You know, we're we'll self-impose, and so it's almost like you just, you know, I think you push it to the point now. It's almost like a, like a, you know, like I, I equate it to an attorney who's who's kind of looking working a case and stuff. You know, it's like okay, you know, once you get to that point to where you, you know, you go to trial, it's like all right, now we're going to trial now. We're, we made it this far. Let's go. You know. Yeah, you, I mean, you bring up a good, you brought up a good point. Will Wade and them were not scared of this, or they were given off the persona. They were not scared of this, so they were never going to take any of the sanctions. It felt like all or nothing, and now it is nothing. So now it's just now he's gone. No, now. it's something. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but for him, like it was all or nothing. It was either he's right, going, yeah, either he's going all yeah. out or he's fired. Yeah, like that's what it was. So now he's he's gone, and now it's you know it's gone on Woodward and the next coach to, to clear right. it up. So it, that will be a really interesting. Uh, aspect of the offseason and also the investigation has to conclude at some point i mean we have to get some sort of because it's still ongoing and in and tate and woodward's letter they said they were still cooperating and still going through everything you know they said the firing was not um indicative of like a an ultimate decision right. in the investigation it was just they were tired of it so yeah. Well, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be some things, you know. I've 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 been through these I've been through these before. Where you're dealing with the NCAA and stuff, especially LSU basketball, unfortunately. But um, you know, it's it's going to be a situation to where LSU is going to say, well, you know what, we agree to we agree that we that some of this of you know of Article A might be true, mm-hmm. none of B, none of C, some of D might be true, and they'll go back and forth to software. What's crazy is that as long as this has been going on, I mean, how long does this go back to? Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I was gonna say eighteen, four years roughly. Yeah, two thousand eighteen. You're now you're at his place. Now you're at a point to where LSU's going to have to issue their responses. Yeah, you know, not only will LSU have to issue their responses to it. LSU is going to have to conduct their own investigation. So the NCAA is going to have to allow time for that. LSU conduct their own inst- investigation. And so, so, I mean, in all reality, you're probably a good year away yeah. from knowing where this is, you yeah. know, from knowing anything with this, you know, I think football, you know, football is probably going to be a little bit closer. You know, I, I think football is going to be a lot closer, really. I, I think that, you know, I think once you get to the, you know, once, I think with the football side, with themselves, with them kind of self-sanctioning a little bit and, and imposing and the NCAA acknowledging that they accepted some responsibility. They they tried to make things, you know, better by saying, hey, you know, we will take these these actions right here. We will take these steps. We will punish ourselves in order to, you know, to, you know, I guess 
not have to wait for you to issue the punishment yourself. And so I think that fo- I think that football, if anything else is put on football, I think it's going to be very minor in nature and not anything in the scope and not anything in the scope that's going to really set to set it, set anyone back. Yeah, no, I think we covered that, covered that well. Um, anything else on the men's side before I just give a quick women's preview? No man, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, uh, what's your uh, what's the, what's the early line? And lines usually don't come out until the night before, right? I, I told myself. I think it's out. No, it's out. I told myself oh, I was trying out? to stay okay. away from lines because I want to just fill out the bracket like clean, yeah. you know, not in my head. But yeah. I'm gonna, I'll look up the, the okay. Don't thing. let me poison you. Don't let me. No, poison no, it's, you. I'm poisoned. It's all right. Don't they take on, the Adam. Adam, don't take the Adam. They, they play on Friday, it. right? Yeah, it is LSU minus four. Okay, that's about right. I mean, I think Ooh. they they should win. Iowa State has struggled yeah. against good defenses this year yeah. at times. I mean, they they're very inconsistent offensively. Um, so if like we said, if LSU shows up and defends yeah. like we know they can, they can definitely right. hold them to under sixty. And their offense has been playing better. LSU's offense has in the past month, while the defense has dipped, the offense has been a little bit better um, in spots, especially against Arkansas. The that game. Um, or in the first game, rather, the first game against Arkansas. You got so. about two minutes, man, before them kids come in and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> all right, uh, real <laughs> quick. <some> women. <laughs> the women. Uh, where are we at? Right here, the bottom corner. Uh, they got a three seed. They dropped down from a two to a three seed. I, in my head, they basically just flipped with Texas because Texas was a three and LSU was a two, and then Texas won the Big 12 and LSU lost to Kentucky, so then they just flipped them. So, yeah, we're still going to get that. LSU-Jackson State. Jackson State went undefeated in the SWAC. I think LSU is going to be fine, um, but still um, at least a, a decent opponent, I, I, I think. I think they'll keep it within you know 20 or 25 or so. It won't be one of those 80-point games you see sometimes in the tournament, I don't think. Um, yeah, and then you got Ohio State probably in the second round. Ohio State was tied, I believe, or set first or second in the, in the Big Ten for uh, their conference. So that'll be an interesting game, both in Baton Rouge, obviously, and um, I think LSU should be good to get through those two. If and Alexis Morris is rehabbing, uh, she's not practicing full speed yet. Uh, she's doing individual work right now, so we'll see. They should need her for the first game. That twenty-first date is where you hope to get Alexis Morris back full speed. And then if they get through those two, you got Texas. And I think they're. I've seen a lot of Texas this year. I do that Texas basketball podcast. Um, I on paper LSU is better with healthy Alexis Morris. If if no Alexis Morris, I'm worried, but I think their their perimeter defense is good, so it sets up pretty nicely. That Texas game is the one though, and they're in Stanford's region. Stanford's obviously the favorite to make it to the Final Four, but that's going to be interesting to see. It all really comes back on Alexis Morris if she's if she's good, but that's that's what I'm. I, it's at home. That's they're gonna get the PMAC rocking. You know they they. Well, I would say they. I feel like the PMAC's gonna be rocking for the Ohio State game. Yeah. Just for just you know Ohio State's name itself brings a crowd down here. Yeah. You know you don't play in that big. You know they're. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Exactly. Fun. So, both in Baton Rouge. Um. Go come on out to those. Uh. The men play in Milwaukee, on uh Friday and Sunday. I believe it is. Uh. Yeah. yeah Friday and Sunday, and well Sunday if they win obviously we gotta get through that one first one at a time. Friday first. Uh, the women play on Saturday at four. The men play on Friday at six twenty. So that's all we got for Will the general be in the crowd. Does the general <laughs> make it into the crowd? What if he just like disguises himself? Goes up, like in a hoodie. Just like why would he have to disguise, man? Oh, why, he, go, why can't he just go in with the hat, dude? He's gonna show go up. Go in hat. guns blazing. Sit in the student section. Absolutely, right? <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, he already but, lost his job. He ain't coaching for a while anyway. <laughs> him, him showing up to the women's game would be hilarious. Dude, that would be amazing, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be coaching for a while. You're right. He's got some time on his hands. I mean, man. Lord. Him and Coach O are going to open up a restaurant or something together. Right? <laughs> yeah, they – Man, what a what a year! What a crazy year! All right, um, that's all we got for y'all today. Uh, March Madness is underway again. Like Sunny said, we will have some some deals or some some uh, bracket uh, bracket groups that y'all can join. So be on the lookout for those. Um, we appreciate y'all joining us. You follow us on Twitter at go twenty four seven go twenty four seven dot com is where you can find our stuff. Uh, you can subscribe for a dollar for the first month if and uh, kind of go from there. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate y'all for joining us, and we'll talk to y'all later. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.